Welcome to the Avengers podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Will, and with me are my co-hosts, Peyton and Torin. Hey. Yeah, you got it, kind of. Uh, Yo, what's, uh, what's going on? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. That's all I can really say. I, I'm Fortnite. You're on Fortnite? Oh, I, not right now. Oh, I was about I've to been, say. <laughs> I've been on Fortnite. Uh, my life has been changed. I... Hey. I'm probably late to the party, but I just realized literally last night that lactose free milk just tastes like milk. Does it really? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it depends on what brand you get, but like, like I, like I, I drank some lactose free milk and I didn't shit my brains out. It was great. Look, lactose intolerance is like a skill issue. That's like an evolutionary, like disadvantage. It It used to not be an issue, but the older, older I get, the worse it gets <laughs> and no. it's become a problem uh, it tastes just like milk like 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 just like milk i like drink milk all the time which is the problem but yeah this, it tastes yeah it tastes pretty much exactly like milk fucking kind of blew my mind on some like vegan shit i'm like wait a minute this what actually do you think it would taste like though not milk shit. like on some like watered down fucking almond so i don't know yeah, I hate the way almond milk tastes. I'm sorry. I, so bad. I hate it. It's so, like, bland. It just tastes like... It's like tasteless cream with, like, a really weird it aftertaste. Bad. Yeah. And the consistency's not good either. It's like, for me, nothing has beaten, milk-wise, just a cold... Like, a cold glass of whole milk is just good. But I might have to try lactose-free milk. Yeah, it's genuinely... Again, probably depends on what brand. I should probably do research. I just kind of YOLO'd it, but <laughs> I'm more of a I'm more of an oat milk type of person. Oat milk, yeah. Mm, I like you know oat milk. better oat, than look, better than almond milk. I guess. <laughs> I think look look. Call me soy boy. Okay, I like soy milk whenever it's sweetened, like vanilla. Like vanilla soy milk is good as hell. Like that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, that was good as hell. I like soy milk in um, my matcha whenever I get it. The best, best, okay, wait, kind of a derail, but best chocolate milk brand, in my opinion, is Promised Land. So I don't, I don't drink chocolate milk, it's fucking gross. No, I love chocolate milk, but I always just make it on my own. I never get brands. If you get the chance, try Promised Land, because it literally tastes like, it's so rich, but it's not to the point where it's like, oh, you know, like, it's really good. It's really good. I haven't had... Chocolate milk that is as good as that shit. Okay, I'm gonna have to try it, but um, yeah, milk. <laughs> but we have a great show for everyone this week. We're gonna be talking about our top ten favorite movies of all time. Uh, we also have the news of the week. We got some Daredevil news. We got some uh, Batman news. We got a, we got a few pieces of Star Wars news before we get into that. Did you guys watch anything this week? Oh, no. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dude. No, I did not. I did not. Right. I'm still behind on Last of Us, and I have not seen Mando at all. Well, you can, you, you can, I mean, you're good without Mando, you know. That's that's, that's good. That's Shut good. up. Um. <laughs> I hear that the latest episode is like shit, anyways. Huh? According like, to Mando? Mando? No, I've been, I've been hearing no, lots of. Good... I hear it's device. Like, I guess it's device because, like, I, like, a lot of reviewers are giving it like a five out of 10 and calling it like really shallow and like kind of like it's probably because a woman was the main only. thing with the episode <laughs> oh, nostalgia dude. only well, i mean it's like one 
I guess it's like a nostalgia set piece, but it's 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 a main whatever. I'm not, <laughs> they, but I hear I hear that they said pog in it. They said pog. They did say pog, in which it. is like so fucking good that Bo Katan said pog. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, sorry, Torrent. Um. So this week I watched Creed one, two, and three. Um. So cause, you know how to how to how to catch up. And last night I saw Scream six. And, bro, that that's good. I've only Definitely. heard good things. Yeah, yeah. it's like the best in the series. Or like, yeah, it, it is. It is the best in the series. I would, I would say, like, of course, you know, like, doesn't compare to like the first one, but like, I definitely say it's like top three. Like, um, of course, you know, the setting being in New York like elevates, um, yeah, yeah, um elevates the movie like by far. The kills are a lot more, you know, like you know bloodier and more gruesome um and the stakes were just a lot higher in this one it's general ortega you just didn't want to see her to get hurt you just didn't want her to get hurt because you love her i mean she she gets hurt like quite a bit in this movie yeah but but you think but you think she's fine as hell and all you want to do is protect her i mean yeah she's i mean she's pretty oh okay (laughs) i heard i heard the first kill was really good Oh, dude, the first kill is fucking, it's fucking crazy. I would say a spoiler, but like, um, but that's just crazy, dude. Did you like five? Five is good. Yeah, I like five. Um, I I did like five. I got roasted. um, I got got roasted in my film class for liking it by by my teacher. Fuck people, fucking dude. film class. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, you fuck people in film class. For real. For real. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, I mean, like, it, it was just, it was all jokes. It was funny. I didn't really uh, get, like, flamed, but, like, it was just funny. I don't know, man. In my experience, there's so many, like, especially in, like, art, art schools or whatever. Everyone's so fucking pretentious. Bro, have you seen this movie? I don't know if you've heard of it. I just discovered it the other day. More people should see it. It's called Donnie Darko. It's, like, really oh, smart. So I haven't oh, seen Donnie God. Darko. <laughs> Donnie Midco, look, we all know Nightcrawler is better than Donnie Bro, Darko. Fight Club Donnie, um, is like genius level filmmaking. Dude, why'd you say the? Why'd you explain the first rule, bro? Oh my Joker. god, dude, I'm so sorry, but I'm totally having my Joker moment right now. Have you seen Joker? That's like the best superhero movie like ever made. Like it better than dude. anything the MCU has ever done. I have a film bro friend who like. And he, it is so backwards. I don't understand how you get a mindset like this. I don't. And I'm sorry to those of you who share this in the audience. I'm just judging you. But look, this this guy, okay, his name's huh, Peyton, funnily enough. But he he, uh, oh, no. he prefers 2016 Suicide Squad and prefers Leto's Joker. Oh, no. And he loves Michael Bay Transformers. And he oh. thinks that, like... To be valid, the movie ha- movies have to be dark or edgy or R, and and like it's so cringe. It's so cringe, and um, and he thought that the Joker movie was like peak, which I mean it's a great movie, but like I ain't never be I mean? watching that shit. Dude. No, no, yeah, I, I didn't. I I personally don't like it. It's a good movie. I like. I, it's I, very I respect well made. It. I just yeah. I it's not for me. It uh, and and like. I don't know. Yeah, it's just such a weird. How do you if like? To, if I wanted to watch, if I wanted to watch Joker, I might as well just watch Taxi Driver. 
That's literally what it oh, is. Oh, God. Yeah, literally. But no, it's just funny. I think, I, honestly, at that point, like, you just have to be a contrarian at that point. Like, you, like, only like the things people hate. And then you hate everything else because it's popular. Yeah, that's... Except that, for Joker. That's some loser shit. It's a loser mentality. Sounds like a sad life. Yeah. Imagine, like, essentially forcing yourself to not enjoy things. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so weird. I, I go into... And I'm, look, maybe this is wrong, too. I guess, like, I should go in with, like, a blank slate. But most of the time, if I'm not going with a blank slate, I'm going in with, like, a an intent to enjoy. Like, I'm looking for things to like. Because I'd rather like something than not. You know what I mean? Um, I just like things in general. I guess you can't really make yourself like anything. But, yeah. Just imagine, imagine going into a film, like, just to nitpick. What a fucking exhausting experience that must be. I can't imagine. But uh, I didn't watch anything this week, but I did read uh, both Captain America Truth and Girls, Supergirl. Girls reading. I know. Oh, I, know. I never read. <laughs> Fake reading. Fake reading. Not real. Uh, <laughs> Magazines. Not real. I read Captain America Truth and Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Uh, both great. Uh, Captain America Truth was shorter than I thought it would be. But it was a it was a nice breezy read, and I also really liked the art style, and the art style changed throughout, which was really cool. And Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow was not what I expected it to be, but like in a good way. Uh, it's like Supergirl was like not the main character because <laughs> I like I wasn't really familiar. I was kind of familiar with Captain America Truth, but with Supergirl, the only thing I heard about it was what essentially James Gunn pitched in his fucking. Uh, uh, DCU slate announcement and I was like sold so I got it and I read it it's fucking good I'm very excited for the movie <laughs> yeah I um I haven't read War Mid of Tamira but um yeah Super Woke yeah Super Woke um yeah and the DCU anyways um <laughs> oh no <laughs> but fucking um Captain America Truth is a fucking classic so good um, I'm so it's so neat that I mean, like, I mean, you got a lot to read, dude, which is exciting as fuck. No, it's not. You know, I don't want to read anything. Okay. Yeah, readings for pussies. Exactly. Did y'all see? Um, I don't know. If this is gonna be in the new segment, but I just wanted to get out there and say it. MCU's like original superhero that they're coming out with. Oh yeah, and what if? Yeah, she looks amazing. That's such an that's an actually good idea. That what if is yeah. giving us like what the fuck? Like that's such a cool fucking idea. And then also the fucking um, dude. So many people are gonna get pissed about this. I don't know if anyone's made any videos about it, but empowered. Oh yeah, <laughs> people are gonna be like, oh my god, it's so sad too because it's just like so many people are gonna be like, oh, MCU, we're right. Like, we are literally right. Like, so okay. fucking weird. So weird of people. Like, just get literally have they have never ever felt a woman's touch. And if they have a wife, they probably haven't kissed her since their fucking wedding night, honestly. Loveless marriage. You know, speak of the news, <laughs> it's probably time for the okay. news of the week. Um, Sorry about that. No, nah, you're right absolutely right let's start off with some star wars news this is according to variety uh rogue squadron is no longer in active development surprise surprise 
you know. Um, this was never going to succeed, if I'm honest with you. After Top Gun Maverick, it was. It's not going to happen. I don't know, man. I I still think it like it could have been done, but it would have to have been. I don't know. I mean, well, they really fucked themselves when Patty Jenkins came out and was like, "It's going to be the best fighter pilot movie ever." <laughs> yeah, I'm just think I I don't know. You'll see the Taika Waititi thing. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. Okay, okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, it's not an active. I'm not really all that. Like, I I I'm not really a fan of like dog fighting and shit anyway. So I mean. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it either. I mean, the, the, game. One, the, the one time I played it for an hour, I dropped it. Yeah, I don't know, not the new one, the old one. Like, played it for an hour, Rogue dropped it. Squadron. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. The one time I liked dogfighting was like in Dunkirk. Oh my god! And I, and Honestly, I, and Kirk. And and and, 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 I, and I and I guess and I guess Top Gun, but other than that, like. Dogfighting isn't like something I really like. I only liked yeah. it in Top Gun. Well, I guess you haven't seen Maverick, but I only liked it in Top Gun no, Maverick I, I, because it no. was like it was just done well, and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick is such a weird movie to me. It is. It's such a. It's literally like same vibe as like Soul Surfer, but for like boomer like men. You know what I mean? But like also though the 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 way it was made is just fucking amazing. Yeah, insane shit. Yeah, this is also according to Variety. Uh, the Kevin Feige produced Star Wars film is also not <laughs> in active development anymore. Yeah, so, it's probably for the best. Yeah, bro's got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, he needs he needs to like like I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on him to kind of like like okay, he just needs to clearly needs to focus more on the MCU. Like after Phase Four, MCU, yeah, yeah, the M, the MCU, MCU, Thorin, yo, I want to hear your thoughts on this. On um, Kevin Feige Star Wars, yeah. Um, I mean, it's all good. It's okay, yeah. He needs to focus <laughs> on the. <laughs> he needs to focus on the MCU because, like, he's focused I... on my balls. Oh my Gave him some attention. Sorry, yeah. I was all over this when it was announced, but yeah, now it, like Pro needs to focus on the MCU, especially. I think it was even like before he got like promoted to like president of like Marvel as a whole yeah. and not just Marvel Studios. So. Yes, I remember getting really excited too because I, you know, it was like he's a Star Wars fanboy. Yeah, and Bro, like, just he's a fan of everything. His first love, yeah. Nah, he 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 needs a bit of humility. He yeah. needs to, he needs. He needs to be shot in the kneecaps. Yeah. But this Dude, is... I was watching... Sorry. No, 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 no. I was watching... You know, I've been watching Family Guy. I've actually still been watching it. I got to the old one where, where Brian owes Stewie money. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so mean. It's such a mean-spirited thing, and I don't Where's like... my money, man? Humor. That's so funny. Dude, <laughs> it's just so stupid. I think that the, the slapstick in Family Guy will always be funny. Always. No, no, there's no shot ever that the slapstick is not funny in Family Guy. Okay, sorry. I was just thinking about the fact that Stewie shot him in his kneecaps. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is also according to Variety. Taika Waititi is still working on his Star Wars movie and apparently plans to have some kind of starring role in it. And apparently the rumor is the starring role is sort of akin to 
how he was Adolf Hitler and Jojo Rabbit. I need to calm the fuck down. Nah. I'm just kidding. Uh, look, I'm still... <clears throat> I'm Look, what we do in Shadows is so fucking good. And, like, what he's done after, and, like, Jojo Rabbit is, is obviously more popular, but... But, like... No, yeah, good. It's fine. I, I really hope it's a comedy, and I really hope it's just like balls to the walls. Like they actually let him do like Taika Waititi. Yeah, <laughs> and not and not like not like in Thor: Love and Thunder. Like it was Taika, but like I don't know. It wasn't. It's so weird. I like Jojo Rabbit and What We Do in the Shadows have such a different vibe than. And what we do in the shadows, especially, I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting to see Star Wars take on like a really like dry, awkward humor, like like just full on humor, um, comedy thing. Yeah, because we it's it that would be something we've never mm-hmm. really seen in Star Wars. Obviously, Star Wars has always had its humor, but not like it's it's never been a full on comedy. Funniest moment in Star Wars is is still. In episode three, in the elevator, okay, and he's like, and and, and um, R two is like trying to fix the elevator. Yeah, and Obi Wan's like, and, Jesus is fucking and idiot. Obi, and, yeah, and he's like, he's trying, he's trying, and he's like, I didn't say anything, I didn't say anything. I think that yeah. that moment gets me every fucking time. That, that defined so that defined the show, <laughs> the Clone Wars show. That no, moment. it did. It really did. It did, and that's such a good moment. No one fucking. The the haters never talk about that moment. That is the single funniest moment in Star Wars to me, except for Babu Frick. I think he's so funny, and and I think Max Rebo, the goat, is funny. It's not funny that, I mean, uh, we talked about this on the podcast. We don't yeah. know if he's dead, you know. But <clears throat> I choose but, to believe he's not dead. God, I hope he's in Mando. So bad. I I hope I hope he's in Mando season three, and I hope he he like has a speaking role and he's like a main antagonist in one of the episodes. He's a Sith Lord. Oh my god! No, fuck that. He wields the dark saber and tries Dude, to rule Mandalore. <laughs> I hate I hate that people only think that Jar Jar is funny or valid if he's a Sith Lord. Also, I love Jar Jar. Unironically, I'm like one of like three people who actually think that Jar Jar is a good character. Um. Y'all don't like him, right? No, it's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not like I'm not like fucking like I despise him. <laughs> like, like it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But it's like he's just whatever, and he's there. If Hot Toys made a jar, jar, I get three. So one for the shelf, one for the jar, uh-huh. and then one for and one, one for the bed. Oh Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> one for my one for the uh, one to go next to my truck nuts. On my sedan, I gotta get truck nuts so bad. Sorry, let's let's keep going. Uh, well, that's it for Star Wars news. So on to some DC news. This is according to Above the Line. Ben Affleck is rumored to be directing Brave and the Bold. Oh fuck yeah! Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I I actually don't mind that at all. Oh yeah, my god! What a what a great now, outcome! Now, now now the thing is, is that like I hope. I really do hope that Ben Affleck's Batman is this Batman right Shut here. Shut the I'm... fuck. No. <laughs> no, God. Ben Affleck should be Robin, dude. There oh. we go. That's an idea. He's like he's like, gee, Jiminy Willikers bat- no. Batman I've aged so so terribly. No, Ben Affleck is Alfred. 
No, what if Penguin hit them with an aging gas off screen before the movie starts? So Damien is is like <laughs> physically he's older just, than he's Bruce. Just and it's like and it's an actually like really emotional story about Bruce trying to like reconcile with the fact that his son's childhood is even more lost than ever before. Man, good and, thing and fans Damien aren't is, writers. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's a good what if, dude. I'm I'm sober. Imagine imagine what would happen if I unlocked my mind right now. Some Zah. Nah. But the Zah was conscious in Ant Man. For real. This is according to Variety. Clancy Brown will star as Salvatore Moroni in HBO Max's The Penguin series. Perfect casting. They're always giving Clancy. They're always giving Clancy Brown the villain roles as they should. I love it. He was so good as that general in Daredevil season. Yeah, I was just. I was just. He was so good as that general in the Flash. He was so good as the general manager of the Krusty Krab. He was so Um, good as that. Like he wasn't a general, but he was sort of like the leader prison dude in Shawshank Redemption. He was so good, and this is kind of flipping the script a little bit, as the general, not really a general, but kind of a detective um, partnered with an android in Detroit Become Human as a hero. He was so good in that other role he's in. I ran out of roles. He was so good in the porno he's in. Dude, I think Nick Clancy Brown, though, for real, as a Maroney, that's pitch-perfect casting. I think. I think every cast... Like I, I don't know. They're they're on a Matt Reeves is like transcended everyone else. Like his level of fucking creative vision and consciousness is just godly. I like. I mean, the casting is perfect all around. You're biased because he has a mustache. I am. Yeah. You're right. He's such a good mustache. That's what I want my mustache to look like so bad. I have this gap in the middle, and I still have a glorious mustache. But I I have this gap in the middle of my little, you know, things. My little, my wings, whatever the fuck you want to call them. And they're, uh, you know, Matt doesn't have that. He has money, probably, to get the best stash character. That that is the most godly mustache I think I've ever seen. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. The casting, it's always it's it's been on point since day one. Uh, but yeah, Marone, I hope he does a Joe Pesci impression for the character. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. Do you have any more DC news? Because I have one yes. that you may have missed. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple Not more. Well, well, can I do one? Sure. Okay. So, um, according to I don't know who. Okay, but no, James Gunn himself. um, He confirmed that the less than half of phase one of the DCU slate was revealed. Yes, I did Um, see that, and I didn't have it written down because it's not news. God damn, I mean. No, dude, I I thought that was news. I thought that was news because, like, it already seemed like it was a lot. And it's less than half of the first stage of the DCU. That's insane to me. That's so exciting. Yeah, I can't wait for... The fucking Condiment King movie. Can't wait for Condiment King versus um, Wonder Woman. Oh my god! Yeah, and they have like a really great like enemies huh? to lovers. Like, 
and it's just really and like and like Wonder Woman is covered in and then at the end she's like covered in you know what her hair has some white in it. About, her hair has some white shit. in it. Listen, is, listen, her this is getting bleeped. No, dude, it's mayonnaise. It's just mayonnaise. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's condiment game. It's getting bleeped. <laughs> no, that's such a good idea. Please, please no. give me another chance. This is according to Bloomberg. <laughs> Uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is uh, rumored to be getting another delay to later this year after fan backlash. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't even care about the game anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Like, they, they, they really fucked themselves over with with delaying it again. Well, here's the thing: it, it's only later this year. I mean, that's not, it's not enough time to like rework the entire thing. And no, they, yeah, they the might be able to be like bad. maybe like take out a battle pass or some of the live service elements, but as far as like reworking like gameplay and like animations and stuff like that, because there was another scooper I don't remember who that that said that they hear that it's like for show they're going to delay it quote unquote to later this year, and then they're going to delay it to sometime in twenty twenty four to actually rework stuff. <laughs> okay, look. Someone made a really good point, and 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 I I'm, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but it was from IGN of all places. Um, the guy was like, I'm like yeah, like you're just shooting at purple things the whole time, like every like the whole, the gameplay is just boiled down to shoot the purple orbs on enemies and on buildings and on whatever, and it's like nah, I it sucks that Rocksteady's name is going to be attached to that project. And I'm, I'm sure play, I'm sure but... it wasn't even like their idea because at the time of development, like the live service was like the future. So they were probably Warner Brothers Games or whoever the fuck was probably like make a live service game. And it's gotten to the point yeah. where the, now at the t- time of release, everyone fucking hates live service games. So they they yeah they're all getting themselves. shut down like left and right. Like live service games are just ending. It's just it's so fucking crazy. And obviously, like from a monet like from a monetization standpoint live service would have seemed like the next big thing it just sucks that at the end of the day we always have to remind ourselves that even though these things are creatively um brought to life and crafted and put together by artists and passionate people that they're conceived from a very cynical place they're motivated by money like you know what i mean at the end of the day it just kind of sucks yeah it's unfortunate hopefully i mean i hope obviously i hope the game's good by the time it does release whenever that is uh but yeah i don't know how much they can change in however little time they have they could probably easily get a, get rid of like the online only element pretty easily i imagine but, yeah that that is just insane i mean uh, no one no one is gonna like no one is pleased with the fact that they, they need an internet connection to play. Yeah. I know. But uh, this is according to The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Batman Cape Crusader will now be released by Amazon, and the studio has, or- has already ordered two seasons of the series. Amazon's smart. Good. Yeah, this is a, this is a huge W, because everyone was kind of worried it was going to go to Netflix. <laughs> uh, but no, Amazon, yeah. which has a pretty good track record with animation and stuff. You got Invincible and whatnot. Uh, so yeah, I'm very excited for this 
thank God it's you know not fucking canceled. <laughs> yeah, Cape Cape Crusader is like it's it, it looks. I mean, just from what you know, the concept, uh, um, the people involved. Um, I'm very excited for it. I mean, the only kind of like iffy thing is JJ opinion. You know, whatever, it'll still be great. If it's bad, I'm gonna be. I'm so sure JJ is just in like a producer role. I doubt he probably have much input. Just I imagine his name on it. Yeah, I imagine it's probably mostly like Bruce Tim and Matt Reeves. Oh yeah, you think it's just for? I mean, yeah. I mean, JJ would have helped to get it greenlit, but also it's probably a recovery tactic. PR. Just kidding. That's some tinfoil hat shit. Mm, but no one likes him. He's okay. Sorry. No. He's all right. But yeah, so that's it for some DC news. On to some Marvel news. This is according to Jeff Snyder. Sydney Sweeney will, will be playing the Julia Carpenter version of Spider Woman in Madam Web. God. Oh my God. She's going to be so hot. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <sighs> Will's objectifying women. I'm sorry. I, she's going to be amazing. I mean, obviously, she's a phenomenal actor. Euphoria. It's so good. No, fuck you. Euphoria is so good. And is it? Yes, dude. Oh uh, my god, I watched the whole fucking thing. It's amazing. I did too. And that shit's kind of mid. I really, really liked it a lot. I still can't believe. Oh, sorry. I say I can't believe that that um, quote unquote fight between. Um, like Cassie and I forgot the other person's name fucking one best fight instead of like Shang-Chi or something shit was stupid as fuck wait what oh, it was a pretty real fight that shit like, in Euphoria yes against it felt real one, one is Shang-Chi fuck out of here yeah no look look I, I also think Shang-Chi's action Shang-Chi that yeah I mean definitely had the best action but you know like sometimes you just have to ignore superhero movies because they're so stupid and they're for laymen. Sorry, Torin, but he's right. Please, please, please move on. Yeah, let's, let's move <laughs> on. I don't want to talk about shit for you right now. Oh, shut the fuck up. You could have called it something else. Made for you? No. What rhymes to four, Torin? Oh, say it. I don't want to say it. Just move on. Four is not even a slur. I just don't want to say that. Oh. I respect you. Tor? Tor. Gore? No, dude. Like, like for example, <clears throat> Sydney Sweeney will be playing. This is according to... <laughs> this is... <laughs> this is according to the Marvel Studios spoiler subreddit, so take it with a grain of salt. But uh, it's rumored that James Spader will return as Ultron in Armor Wars. No shot. No way. No way. Really? I did see something. Take it with a grain of salt, but that's the rumor. Oh, please, God. No way. Oh, my God. Is that real? Apparently. Oh, my God. If that's real, Armor Wars is going to be top tier movie. Oh, my God. I hope Norman is in it. Or or I hope that um, Justin Hammer is Iron Patriot. That's the perfect. They don't have nor like. I know they hinted at a Norman being in the MCU and uh, Noe Helm, like another Norman. Um, but 
Justin Hammer has so much motivation to be Iron yeah, Patriot. Dude. Yeah, there's a scene where um, he's in the homeless shelter, and um, Peter had never met that version of Norman before. And when May introduces him as Norman, he's like, oh, Norman Osborne, but I thought he he was cut off, so and there was no way he would have known. I'm pretty sure, like, it Norman. was like, like, because he's not evil. He's <laughs> not trying to destroy everything. No, no, I, I kind of think that it implies that there's a Norman in the universe that just hasn't done anything. Nah. I, look, bottom line, Iron Patriot should be done, and it should be done right, and it should be Justin Hammer. He should be the president, the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever. Like, just adapt Dark Reign after Secret Invasion. And Justin Hammer is perfect. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, my God. And and, 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 and and make it, like, a, you know, slightly comic accurate, because the Iron Patriot suit we got is ass. Both of them are ass. <sighs> Sorry. Like he started talking about Iron Patriot when it was about Ultron. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, dude. I, I have ADHD real bad. I, I don't know, Bro, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't have any. I'm unmedicated well, and, and, and brain celled because of that. I can get you meds. I don't want them. I can get I you. I can get you. I, uh, I can get you Percocet. Okay. I can get you Molly. Molly Percocet. No, I'm I'm working on that. They should. Um. No, I've already derailed it too much. Never mind. <laughs> this is according to, well, the next three pieces of news are according to the Hollywood Reporter. Hooray. Uh, Hooray. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all Daredevil. So John Berthal is officially returning as the Punisher in Daredevil Born Again. Woo! Yes. Yay. Nice. John Berthal. Yay. Punisher. I met him. I met him. He's short. He is short. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna meet him in Dallas. Nice. Him and Charlie Cox. Nice, dude. I, yeah, I met them both. And, and Eldon Henson, too. Are you going to let him tell you something, Torn? What? Are you going to let John Bernthal tell you something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. You should tell him to do the no, 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 wait, wait, wait thing. I'm going to I'm gonna pay to have my Daredevil helmet signed. So cool. I will, I'll, I'm I'm, make, I'm dropping like fucking like... I'm stealing that. When money, I bro. Shut up. Stealing it. It's getting taken. I'm coming all over it. Do you want a Daredevil helmet, Paige? I'm glazing yeah. it. I'm glazing it, Torin. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Oh, my God, bro. Can we... Oh, my goodness. Can we move on? I don't want to hear this shit right now. <laughs> I'm glazing your autograph. It's like laminate. Shut the Protects fuck it forever. <laughs> Protect it forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> but yes, I'm taking your Daredevil helmet. And giving it to me. We'll take turns. No, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> yes. Elden Henson and Deborah Ann Wall will not return in the series. And Elden Ring also. Yeah. Everyone I'm, clap. I'm, Finally, we don't have to deal with Karen and Foggy anymore. And Elden's ugly Damn. face. So ugly. Bad acting. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, content warning and metaphobia. But yeah, no, for real. Um, that's kind of disappointing. I, I still have faith. Like, the show's going to be good as hell. But yeah, it is, I, it is I, I, unfortunate. I how, yeah, I don't know. How, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, like you said, I'm so confident in the show, but like, I, know, I feel like you just need Foggy in there and Karen. So I don't Especially think you need Karen. Where, you need Foggy though. I, I think I think where you left it in season three, where Matt realizes that he needs his friends and that he doesn't, he shouldn't be such a fucking 
piece of shit to them and they love him and, and you know what I mean and like mending that relationship is really for him and like him that the note they end that show on I mean besides the bullseye thing before that the note they end the show on is a very like happy one it was like oh my god like they're stronger their bond is stronger than ever and it kind of it is implied that they're going to be working together a lot, a lot closer and doing more you know what I mean and, and like after having learned what they've learned and it was like a nice puncture. I honestly think when it was canceled, I kind of I was kind of glad that it ended there because I think that it's such a nice punctuation for the whole series. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be interesting to see where it's like, okay, how are you going to how are you going to even if there's a time jump, how are you going to take it from there and you know make it in character and and um some them- uh, 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 realistic thematic continuation out of season three even if there's a time jump that's still by default no matter what i'm sorry that's what people are going to be looking at and comparing it to you know what i mean so it's just kind of like that's something that you need to be cognizant of making these decisions even if it's a scheduling conflict i don't know i'm just interested to see how they're going to work around it i don't think it's a scheduling i don't know i mean obviously we don't know what they're going to do story-wise so it's obviously it's all speculation but like I think I think you can get away with not having Karen in there. Whether I don't know what excuse they'd have, like she could just be like she's like investigating something Suicide. like in another state. Oh my god! <laughs> but like with Foggy, it's like that's his it's his right hand man, man. You know, so it's like I don't know. Obviously, technically, it says they won't return in the series. It doesn't say whether they're going to be recast or not. So uh, that's still up in the air, I guess. But well, it also says that they're expected not to return. They use that word as well. True. Just because so, they don't. And, I, and they're and they're, any, and any they're filming. Role. They're filming for like the entire year. Okay. So I guess things could still change. But um, but yeah, uh, but also Vanessa <laughs> Vanessa's being recast. She's now being played by Sandrine Holt. I don't mind this. Yeah, yeah, people are fucking bitching about that shit. I don't care. The previous actress, she was fantastic. She was great. But, like, to be honest, other than, like, Charlie Cox, Vincent D'Onofrio, and even Deborah Ann Wall, everyone else kind of, I don't, if they get recast, I'm just like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think, I I think, like, Vanessa is just, like, the, like, the least bit of, like, worry to me. I don't know. Um, Will saw some of my comments and on, under Eunice's uh, comment section, but I don't. I don't get why people are bitching about it, and people are like, "Oh, fuck this show!" Blah 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 blah. I'm not gonna watch it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm like, I'm like, since when the fuck did you care about Vanessa? Out of all people, I do think so, that her her actress was she was very well cast. She um, she was very well cast, but it's also just like I mean. I mean, like, like I told Will yesterday, I was like, it's different if they didn't have Vanessa at all. But like, yeah, I, people I, are I, acting I, like they are, they're erasing her completely or something. <laughs> yeah, and I just, I, like I said, I just don't feel like it's like. Well, I mean, she she could just be too big for Marvel now. She could feel that. That'd be valid because she's a very she is a, a pretty accomplished actress. Honestly, yeah. So it's just like I just, I mean, like I just don't see why people are like fucking making a big deal about it. Yeah, and like I said, I just don't, I don't find her as irreplaceable as 
sort of the core cast. I just don't really. Well, I mean, yeah, I didn't really see her character cast. like that. But yeah, um, I mean, and then and then it's just like, yeah, I don't know. But people are just being way too over dramatic, and I'm just like, bro, like. I mean, it's like I mean, it's okay. You're gonna um, you're gonna get over it. And you're gonna watch the show because like, you know you're, you're being a little pussy about it. So, I what know, if the man. show's terrible? And we're what, all if, wrong. What, what if the show's terrible? I mean, I won't know because I'll kill myself. If it's horrible, I mean, I just probably am just gonna start reading my comics. Honestly, if the show's like, I'm I'm fully expecting the show just not to be as good as the Netflix series. Yeah, like same. I feel I feel like. Like I obviously I hope it's on the same level, but I just kind of doubt it. But I also it's a very high bar, exactly. Anyways. And I just it's not that I don't think that they can reach that bar. It's just like the expectations and the love for that show is so fucking high. I I don't even if it's a great show, I just don't see it ever competing with it. Yeah, Daredevil, Daredevil season three is, and I've said it a million times before, the best comic related media ever story ever it's so tightly written it's so well paced uh the cinematography is on point uh, everything about it writing directing um acting um theme it's perfect i think it's so so good um and it tells a really complex story um and it does and it does and it takes the main character places a lot of s- stories aren't going to take your superhero character you know what I mean? Like some pretty low lows. So I think, I think, yeah. That, challenging the, my, the my core beliefs is, of the character. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, they're not afraid to, I mean, I'm not religious or whatever, but they're not afraid to, I, it was, it's about religious trauma too. And it's all, all sorts of stuff. I mean, I mean the first, it's so bold of you to put your main character for the first three or four episodes beneath a church healing. You know what I mean? But it's so good. Um, first, like, few episodes. But, yeah, no, I, I think that the, the heights that season three soared to, the climax, easily the best climax that ever I've ever seen in a, anything I've ever, you know, watched. Um, and I know it's done to death, and everyone talks about the Kingpin fight, but it's so good. Um, but, yeah, those heights, I don't think any of us... I think I think that you you have to be a little bit high on copium to to kind of think that the show or expect a new show um, just by virtue of it being Daredevil to reach those heights. Um, that's why I think you know I'm being le- lenient with it. You know, like I'm excited because it's Charlie Cox, it's Vincent D'Onofrio, it's a vague continuation of the show that I love, and I'm always happy to see more Daredevil. I just. Um, I'm confident it'll be good. I just hope that it's not like there's always that possibility. It's like, you know, it could be bad and I, and I hate going there, but recently with a lot of the MCU things that haven't really been in my tastes, it's kind of like a thought that's been creeping up more and more recently. Yeah. I feel that. I just, yeah, me too. Yeah. Like I have, I, I, I have high hopes, just not that high. <laughs> uh, but also, the guy who directed the first season of Dexter is directing the pilot episode. I told Torin that cause he's a, he's a, he's a big Dexter fan. And apparently the first season of Dexter is incredibly good. So everyone seems to be pretty excited about that at least. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's it for the news of the week, which means it's time to move on to our topic, which is our top 10 favorite films of all time. 
So who who wants to who wants to start? Guy. Can you? Yeah. Well, I guess you're one one of the people here, so yes. Are we going from the top down, like top like like um mm. number ten and number one? Ten ten to one. Okay, okay, okay. Um Although tech, are, mine's not in any particular order because I didn't feel like <laughs> I didn't do I didn't want to <laughs> I didn't want to do it. Yeah, and, and and you know I know we're doing honorable, honorable mentions. I don't have too much to say about these, so you know it's just it's it's two are in the ten spot for me, um, and it's going to be the Tigger movie and Tron Legacy are both both at number ten. It's really hard for for one to edge out the other, in my opinion. Explain think, the Tigger movie. So the Tigger movie. Um, it's interesting. I rewatched it last year. Um, and it's so, um, it was always nostalgic for me as a kid, you know, and I've always appreciated the animation or whatever. Um, it, it definitely inspired me like, um, artistically and like pursue what I want to, um, as all like animated movies did, like, you know, everyone fucking, everyone says that shit, but, um, but the story that it tells about, you know, like found family and like, um, that's, that's something that really, I really like, even though like, I love my family, um, my biological family. And like, um, I feel really privileged to have a really great family. Um, I think found family stories are really beautiful. And I think the Tigger movie, like the way that it tackles of the very real and very sad, like, thing it's like oh you know i want to i want to find other people like me and then not finding them and just kind of like not realizing that you had people like you or or who cared about you the whole time even if they weren't you because you're unique they're they're like around you and they love you i think it's so good and it's genuinely emotional and jim cummings is just he gives such a good performance as tigger and poo it's just really good so which which one are you saying like both are sort of like tied for 10 one's not necessarily yeah, yeah, an honorable yeah. mention yeah yeah like they're both tied for 10 in my opinion I, I i love them both um it's so hard for me to just take one out or you know re or reorganize them but yeah all right i'll go next i guess i'll get my honorable mentions out of the way um but yeah my honorable mentions are episode three so revenge of the sith it was so close to making the top 10 it was it was so close but just some other movies just edged it out and also the first deadpool movie which yeah i just adore so i don't have a ton to say about those but my number 10 is avengers endgame i as as much as everyone the general consensus at least is that infinity war is the better film i can't disagree with that but Endgame to me had everything I could have ever wanted as a fan and more. Also, I'm a sucker for time travel shit and it has time travel in it. <laughs> um, uh, it was just it, it, like it, everything, as much as I fucking hate people and their fucking headcanons, everything in my headcanon like came true. So it was like the ultimate, like, holy fucking shit, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, and just the theater experience alone was fucking phenomenal just 
I adore the movie, but it's also one of the only movies on this list that I can't rewatch a shit ton because number one, it's long. And number two, I will ball my eyes out every time. <laughs> so yeah, it's my number 10. Based. Torrent. So mid. I'm kidding. Oh no. Uh, Mid-game. Yeah, I'm going to start off with my honorable mentions as well. Um, it's um, one of them is seven. You know, that's like fucking peak. It follows great horror movie. Yeah. Raid. Man, I fucking love the raid. And do the right thing. And then my number 10 is Revenge of the Sith. Base as hell. Like, I came home. Like, every time, like, um, after school, when I, whenever I was a kid, I would just put on Revenge of the Sith and play it all the time. Hell yeah. Oh god, um, um, is that it? I mean that. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that's it. It's your turn now. Um, my number nine spot is Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and um, Mid Runner, yeah, yeah, Mid Runner. Um, no, for real, I think that what it has to say about um humanity, um, you know, I think thematically it's really strong. I love the slow burn. Cinematography is crazy. Oh my god, the cinematography is fucking balls to the wall, insane. And and it lingers. It's so funny. It's it lingers um, shots and just kind of lets you think. And I appreciate that. I I don't think that it's a detriment to the film's pacing because it's also just so pretty. Even if you're not fully engaging yourself with um, the plot, which you should be, because a lot of it is very visual. Um, um, a lot of the, you know, the the more enriching parts of the movie, um, you kind of have to, you get what you put into it. It's one of those kinds of movies, you know. Um, I don't know. I, I just think it's phenomenal. I, I love it so much. And, and Jared Leto, yeah, whatever one of his better performances in my opinion i still hate him but also it doesn't ruin the movie for me i love blade runner yeah he's not in it enough to ruin it he's kind of like barely in it thank god i mean he's his character still has a presence yeah but like but like it's it's more but like the presence the presence isn't jared leto <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it's it's good it, it does feel like he's playing a character for once because because they minimize this um screen time yeah, but yeah. yeah uh my number nine is lilo and stitch oh so based oh my i God. fucking love oh, lilo and stitch That's crazy it's I, so I like that i like that it's so good one of my favorite is it my favorite it might be my favorite animated movie of all time uh there might be another one that beats it but i don't know we'll get we'll get to it we'll get to that one but fucking stitch can't get any better than Stitch, bro. Look at the little guy. Look at the little blue guy. <laughs> Just walking around. Another <laughs> found him. family story. Yeah. Found family. And yeah, it's so good. Oh my God. It's fucking incredible. And like the dynamic between uh, Lilo and, and her sister, which. Nani, yeah. Yeah. It like the, the fact that like her, her parents like died in a car crash and shit, shit. So, so now Nani's like having to raise her sister and she's like sh- stressing out and like trying to it's just very very real 
and you throw the sci-fi element in there and make it fun and you got the fucking you you got fucking like pleakly and shit <laughs> oh everything yeah, just, the aliens are cast perfectly too everything so just perfectly fun. comes together of course like kevin michael richardson as as gantu just ah <laughs> everything about it i love it i love it so much and of course the best part of the movie was is when lilo beats the shit out of the bully because fuck her uh <laughs> So, yeah. bro, bro, bros, bro felt catharsis when a when a when a six year old got beat up. Yeah. Okay. A little sus, but okay. It's not sus. All right, Torin. she deserved it. By the way, I also wanted to say that uh, my list is in no particular order, but my Mine's nine spot is Infinity War. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fucking so mid. So good. I I. Oh my god. Like that, like just the experience, like seeing it in theaters, like raises like my score a little bit higher too. Raises like, my dick. Don't my fucking gun. Um, but yeah, like I I loved Infinity War so much. Um, very great co- crossover. Um, do you know I, I loved how Thanos won at the end. Very 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 good. Um, yeah, the, the the note that it left you with in the theater. I yeah, loved the yeah. feeling. I loved it. Never I remember. I remember. I remember my ex, my partner at the time. He was so upset. He was like, he was like, "Why would they do that? It's so stupid." I was like, "Okay." Like in like but, a distraught way, or like a legitimately just in a not... legitimate angry way. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then and then he finally came around. He was like, "Oh, okay." But yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, it's like because like when I was watching it, like obviously. Because we're so deep into this, uh, we know it's like okay, well they're not fucking dead, obviously. Yeah. But it's like, and I, I I always see that point when people like try to like criticize Infinity War. It's like it's like well obviously they're not dead, like they're gonna come back, like it'd be stupid. It's like yeah, but the characters don't know that. <laughs> like that's like that's kind of the that's kind of the point. They know that we know that they're not dead. They're not just gonna fucking kill off Spider Man. They'd be fucking insane. But like. It's it's the it's the way the tor- story is told, and the execution of that of those final moments that just, despite logistically knowing what the future holds, it's it it's still so incredibly good. It's like Arkham Knight, where it's like where it's like um like it was Jason's reveal was so telegraphed, but Batman didn't know. You know what I mean? Or like it was still a shock to Batman. And like that's why I think the story still works. Um, so I think that the same thing kind of applies there. Um but yeah, my number eight is Skyfall. Interesting. Go I like yes. movie. I'm I'm looking at your list because it's all letterbox. It's yeah, incredibly no, it, diverse. It's Skyfall, dude. I first of all, I love all of the uh, Daniel Craig Bond films except for Spectre. I think Spectre is absolutely dog shit. I think every other one, even Quantum of Solace, and I know that's everyone's least favorite, are really good. But I think Skyfall is the most interesting because we get a full and and, and you know the the whole series besides Spectre has sought to deconstruct Bond as an archetype and as his own real like individual character. Mm-hmm. Um, they did it in Casino Royale. 
and they did it <laughs> and they did it there they did it subtly in quantum of solace um and in skyfall it's like balls to the wall it's like yeah like let's do the dark knight but 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 good <laughs> seriously i think skyfall i think skyfall is like and Javier Bardem, and I know he's typecast, and I, and I know, I know, look, I get it. I know there's a trope with gay villain stuff, but Javier Bardem's character in Skyfall, um, the villain, is so good. Um, I think the pacing's great and unique, um, and the action is awesome. And Daniel Craig is just the best Bond. Uh, his performance is always on point. The subtlety of his acting and how it's all in his eyes. He plays such a perfect, stoic, masculine character. and But is able to show vulnerability in his eyes um, so amazingly. And he carries Skyfall. It's beautiful. So good. Yeah, he's fantastic. I watched, uh, I rewatched all the Bond movies uh, before I watched No Time to Die. Because it's been fucking forever. And uh, yeah, Casino Royale and Skyfall are just incredible oh my god yeah oh my god and i don't have a problem with the story of quantum of solace i just think it's a little boring a little on the boring just, side i just treat it as a casino dlc to casino royale yeah it it's, is. it's just it's just casino 2.5 yeah and then specter is, is whatever <laughs> oh my god specter is like it's so funny to me not to get too into it because i know we all have a list but um i will say confuse me because it, it seems like Everything they were trying to deconstruct about Bond, they just nah. They just ended up it's it's misogynistic again, it's this again, it's you know, I was like, oh my god, like like Spectre was like eye rolling. And I love Because that that, that was actually Bond's, funny because but... when when it came out, because my dad loves the Daniel Craig Bond stuff. When it came out what, like twenty fifteen? I wasn't yes. I wasn't too into the bond stuff like i'd seen a couple because my dad likes him and i was just kind of like there watching it with him but we saw uh specter for like his birthday or something and when he came out and we were like did you like the movie he was like yeah it was, it was like yeah it was okay i guess and we were like well what do you mean what didn't you like about it he said he was like it was too james bond and i was like at the time yeah. i was like the fuck does that mean <laughs> what do you mean it was two james that doesn't make any sense but like now under like watching like all the james bonds and, and and you know understanding the character and the and the certainly the tropes from the older james bond makes perfect sense <laughs> it, it yeah. is two james bond yeah it was crazy well, and that's what i love and respect about no time to die because they managed to take the shit that was specter and actually like sort of like make it like it like connect it still because specter is supposed to be this like huge thing and still like make it interesting yeah yeah no they, they retroactively did make make specter like 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 they did something they did something to my memory of the movie when I, when I watched no time to die it's like oh yeah like these are events that happen this movie is you know what i mean like it's still canon yeah um, but yeah, sorry. Oh, that, and that was a in long his, in his relationship with what's her name, Inspector was awful. But no time to die it was oh fucking God. great. Yeah, um, I call her fragile just because I know her from Death Training more. But oh, I, did, I didn't even know those. Yeah, Leia Sedu, Leia Sedu. Yeah, or her character. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I thought, I thought, I thought. Oh my God, how do you go from? Oh my God, what's her name? Um, Casino Girl. 
I don't remember her name. God, the whole thing was about her. But how do you go from her to that? And and like only because she was written so poorly. But yeah. but now yeah. Like, but then like you go to No Time to Die where she's written well. It's like oh, <laughs> makes sense now. <laughs> like you actually get it. You feel it. But yeah. Um, my what are we on eight? My number yeah, eight, eight is uh, Sam Raimi's Spider Man 2002. Hell yeah. Movie hasn't aged the best. Questionable choices, weird CG at times, but god damn it. Like Torin said, when I came home, when we were on road trips, didn't fucking matter. Uh, it, it was this and Revenge of the Sith on repeat all the time. <laughs> And, and, you know, we watched it uh, in preparation for No Way Home. I just rewatch it. I rewatch it like every Thanksgiving because it's technically a Thanksgiving movie. Man, just every time. It's so fucking good. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a classic, classic movie. And each time I just fall more and more in love with Willem Dafoe. I'm just like, look at this man. He's so good carrying the movie on his back. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, the weight of his movie, movie, weight of the movie on his huge cock. Jesus. <laughs> uh, all right, Torin. See, my number eight probably has to be um, Fast and Furious One. Ooh, I, I, really? I do like. Yeah, I love Fast and Furious One a lot. Um, I. Okay, look, look. I, I'm not gonna lie. I did put Tokyo Drift, but I decided to go with the first one only because like there's a little bit more plot in Fast and Furious One compared to Tokyo Drift, and of course, like you know, it, it's a classic. Fast and Furious One is a classic. You know, Paul Paul Walker, Dominic, um, you know, Vin Diesel. Like Michelle Rodriguez, you know, it's just a classic movie. I, I love it. I love it a lot. The cars were just also like great back then. I don't know. I love that movie. It's a comfort movie for me. Did you like watch it as a kid? Or well, the thing is, yeah, like I did watch uh, Fast Furious as, as a kid. Um, and like I really, wa- I really like had the um, really wanted Paul Walker's Supra um, from the fir- from the first one. And I think I had actually I had like some Hot Wheels from the from the um, the movie, um, like whenever I was a kid. But yeah, that that shit is that shit's amazing. I love it. Hell yeah! I wanted to throw out another honorable mention um, before I keep going. Um, so um, this one didn't make it, um, but MacGruber is so funny. And it is close to being in my top ten. It is in my top fifteen movies of all time. Best is it is my favorite comedy movie. It's the best parody movie ever. So funny. Um, Will Fort and Kristen Wiig. All right, all right. My number seven is Mad Max Fury Road. So good. Um, Seen Mad Max at all? No, dude, should, you gotta. Watch it. George Miller. Oh my. God, dude, Mad Max Fury Road is the best. It it has to be the best action movie. Like, just has to. Um, like, I hate to say this. I know that there's John Wick, but 
I'm sorry, you can't beat people jumping from car to car in a desert with flamethrowers. I hate and like to, half, What? I hate to say it. I couldn't get through Fury Road. That's insane. I know it's a very unpopular opinion. I am fully aware of that. It's just not for me. That's insane. I think that it's probably... It's like, especially with, like, you know, aesthetic matters a lot to me. That aesthetic and the Tron aesthetic, I think, are the two best movie world aesthetics out there. Like, they're the best, in my opinion. But but aside from that, man, I just think... The, in the way it was made, the way the action was filmed, um, how much of it is practical, um, and how, like how like action driven the story is um and it's basically just it's barely plot like you're just watching cars here's my and, problem and, and, and furiosa <laughs> is the main character what so there's my problem <laughs> oh yeah no for me for me it's like like okay we got we got furiosa and it's her it's her thing it's her deal and then and more than Joe and everything like that, and then and then the action. Like, I think that that is a really. It would be different if, if, I don't know. I, like, it's minimal, but I don't think it's bad. And, and like, it's not one of those things where it's like, in my opinion, oh, it's it's minimal. Um, to his detriment, because. You know, uh, George Miller was just, uh, he just didn't give a shit. I, I feel like it was um, thought out. Um, and also the, the action that substantiates that decision to, to have a plot like that. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Um, and it was Oscar nom for like Best Picture as well when it came out. I think it was deserved. It was so deserved. But yeah, Mad Max. Yeah, I can't give like an objective like criticism of it because it's just, it's just not my kind of movie. It's just one of those. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You don't, you just don't like action movies. In yeah. General. Well, I mean it. It depends because I do love the John Wick movies, but like, uh, and I'm the opposite. It's, I'm the opposite. It's more. I think for me, for John Wick, it's like the choreography that impresses me. Because like, like I was tell, like I used to tell Torn, um, I'm not an action guy, but when the action is like incredibly tight, specific choreography, like in like martial art movies then I'm in. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like explosions and cars crashing in. Like, I don't know. I just, it's not for me. But, um, yeah, my number seven is uh, Avengers 2012. Oh, God. Hell yeah. Joss Whedon. I, I respect you, but... Joss man. Whedon, peak filmmaker. <laughs> TV, TV show adapted into movies. Literally, yeah. it looks like literally looks like a fucking freeform movie it does <laughs> but i fucking love it it's so good it's i mean it's, i remember at the time like how crazy and cool it was and now it's just it's aged very poorly in my opinion disagree i think it's fucking great <laughs> um yeah i don't really have a ton to say about it it's just one of those movies that i loved as a kid i still love now i rewatch it a ton I can I I can fucking quote it all day. I love it. I adore it. It's great. Joss Whedon, questionable, <laughs> but I love it. There wasn't any falling on boobs as far as I can remember, so it's in the clear for me. There was a massive ass shot in the Loki scene. That's true. The, the Ledger scene. But I'm not oh, going to complain man. about that. 
Okay, okay. Who's objectifying women now? Still you. Actually, it's Jaws. True. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, my next one. It's not a. It's not a shocker, but. Um, I I I kind of had to for this movie. Um, everything everywhere all at once. Oh, that sh- that shit is that shit's fucking. Oh my gosh, it's amazing, dude. I remember like going. Uh, I was in Houston with one of my friends, um, for a concert, and you know it had just released. And I was like, hey, like, you want to go, like, you want to go see, like, if, if it's available? And she was like, sure. And yeah, we literally just saw it on, like, a whim. Um, like, literally two, two seats left in a AMC theater, like, for 1030, saw it. And I was just so, like, impressed. And I was so happy to, to have seen it. Um, and you know me, like, I'm, I'm a fan for, like, you know, like how Peyton is a fan of time travel. I'm, I'm, I'm like a fan of like, you know, martial arts movies. And that's something that I really like a lot. And I also, I love seeing, um, you know, Asian American leads in movies. And so that's something that I really like loved about it too. Cause you know, not only they're getting the representation, but it was also something that like, it, it kind of just felt comforting to see, you know? And so when that movie, when that movie came out and I saw it, um, it, it felt just, it sounds like kind of weird to say, but it felt like, like very blissful to see that movie. Um, like thematically, you know, just like, you know, not only about like dysfunctional families, but like just family trauma and, you know, feeling like you will never be good enough for your parents um, was just something that I really liked seeing in that movie, and it, you know, it, it doesn't also help that, like, you know, it also helps that the Daniels directed it with their wacky style, so that just made it even like more funnier and way way more like, you know, heartfelt to me. So, I think, yeah, I think like the way that that movie, it's interesting because there's, I think that it's interesting that that movie is too so many people because like if it's not relatable to and another um i think they're very like um you know specific like like personally you know we're, we're like due to my privilege and stuff like there are certain things about it i don't really relate to um like and and i know the movies the biggest thing about it is generational trauma but i think everyone on some level and on a kind of like a level that you know is probably a little deeper than most of us like acknowledge or whatever uh, maybe in our day-to-day is is like oh like well what if like like you know i'm not happy with my life now but what if i just did this one thing like two years ago i just took this opportunity and like oh man my life would have been would be so great it would be amazing um oh like like i've lost love for so and so like things would be so much better if you know whatever it's such a beautiful movie i um i I was a wreck i mean i i think it's 
that movie is it deserves to win and sweep the Oscars. Like, yeah, thank God it hasn't been just like pushed to the wayside just because for for whatever reason because it's not I don't know some fucking Oscar bait bullshit. Um, oh, it's so good. Yeah, it completely deserves every award that it's nominated for. I I think that like uh, no yeah it, it, and and you know what that may be in my top fifteen I, I just need to reevaluate but that movie is flawless in my opinion it's seriously flawless I, I saw it twice um my number we're on six right yes. Number six is Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, baby. Let's fucking go. Let's go. And look, and, and look, before you tell me it's like recency bias, it probably is. But also, like, I promise, I and I've been racking my brain since I've seen it. I've seen it twice now. Since I've seen it, like, what animated movie do I prefer to this? Like, and I genuinely don't have a single one like I, I i seriously haven't found one that i've seen that i prefer to it and puss in boots the last wish like i it hit home to me in a very specific personal way um i had a really like i'm not gonna get too into it because i don't want to like dump or anything but i had a really traumatic year last year it was awful um and um so dealing with and struggling with a lot of the things that I went through, like, and it put me into this like panic mindset all the time. You know what I mean? Like, like a doom all the time, um, panic attacks and everything like that. Right. And so like puss, like, and the things that the, the journey he goes through in this movie, um, and how he opens himself up to his friends, you know, like for that help, and learns to trust people um, and trust that, you know, like whatever happens is going to happen. Like, just enjoy your life. You know what I mean? You only have one. I think that it's a really amazing message. And not to mention, that shit is animated gorgeously. And, I, and, and, and you know, it pisses me off that everyone's like, and, 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 and I know I'll say it too, it pisses me off everyone's like, oh, like, <clears throat> I love that they went for a Spider-Verse style. It's not a Spider-Verse style. They're messing with things like Spider-Verse did, like frames and stuff like that and wipes, but it's its own style. I think it's animated gorgeously. I think death is such an amazing presence in the film. Jack Horner's great. I love that every character in the movie has their own, like, thing to do you know and story to, to to deal with an arc to go on besides like jack he's just a fucking meanie he's just a fucking asshole but like you're a you horrible know, person <laughs> you're, a, you're a horrible person yeah so good and, and, and you're evil so funny so funny too i i laughed out loud so many times in that movie both times that i saw it um yeah that shit is peak and, and, if, and if you haven't seen it you're fucking stupid. You gotta watch it. It's so good. Way to call out Torrin. Oh, he hasn't seen it? Torrin, you're not stupid, but you gotta watch it. Yeah, I was gonna go see it with Peyton and our other friends, but I, just, I went to 
um, my friend's graduation. But yeah, we'll have to see it. Everyone loves it. So one day. Who is your favorite fearless hero? Ooh, that song gets stuck in my head all the time. I love Antonio Banderas. Uh, my number six is, <laughs> funnily enough, Into the Spider-Verse. Um, it's just... I, I don't even... What, what what do I say that hasn't already been said? <laughs> like, it's mid. That it, it's terrible. Exactly. That hasn't been said about it. That uh, hasn't been said about it. <laughs> It'd be crazy to say that. Uh, the animation just... The thing that animation and something like Puss in Boots is taken from into the Spider Verse isn't the isn't the animation itself, but the fact that animation studios can now feel safe being stylized and unique in their animation. Uh, it, 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 Spider Verse is truly a turning point, and just outside of that, just an, an incredible story arguably one of the best superhero movies of all time that manages to just be so incredibly uh, fun, funny, emotional, and manages to juggle a million characters. It's just, it's masterfully created and makes me a little scared for the sequel, but I'm sure it's great. (laughs) But, But being able to see a Miles Morales story on uh, on the big screen and and like initially because Sony was being Sony at the time it's like we're gonna make a Miles Morales solo movie and it was like okay I guess but like do we need do are, why are we getting this now is it gonna be connected to anything or whatever and then it's like it's gonna be animated and then it was like oh Jesus if you're gonna if you're gonna do Miles Morales why not put him into live action like with like Andrew Garfield Spider Man or something like that but then like the little teaser came out. And I was like, oh, I'm sold <laughs> because it looked incredible. And there was still like skepticism. It's like, is, is that just like for like a teaser? Or is that like what the actual movie is going to look like? That's exactly what the movie looked like. It looks incredible. It is. It's written incredible, incredibly. Everything about it is Corey. just phenomenal. So we lost Thorn. Good. I might have to cut and run a little early, earlier oh, than no. everyone else, which kind of sucks. So, so I'll, I'll do two at a time. Um, after Torin goes, obviously. But yeah. Let's see. My next one is It Man. It Man's amazing. I was gonna put... say I thought you said Hitman and I and I literally did like a spit take. No, oh, It Man. Yeah, It Man is so good. I was I was gonna I mean I, it would be like a cheap shot to put like, you know, oh the fourth one's okay. But still It Man is like fucking great, like I said. I'm a fan of, of martial arts movies, and Ip Man is one of those movies. Very great, straightforward story. Um, features Donnie Yen, the goat, and just fucking whooping ass. Like, that's just amazing to me. I love it. I have nothing else to say about that. Yeah, no, Ip Man is amazing. The, the, um, the fourth one, was it the fourth? Yeah, I think it was the fourth one where, like, he goes... Like, you like fights against, like, like, you know, like, like a military officer or whatever. That is, like, some of the most, like, racist shit ever. Like, goddamn. Intentionally racist? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like, you know, like, the, the like, military, they're, like, calling them, like, all types of, like, names, like, in, like, like derogatory terms because, you know, they're Asian. And they say, like, yeah, because, like, you know, because you're Asian, you'll never be, like, 
you never have like the heart of American or some shit like that. But I do like that. Like, I think like like, yeah, like the third and fourth one are like hella racist, crazy. So, yeah, wow, crazy. But it man, it man's goaded. Great movies. Yeah, no, for real. Um, okay, so I'm I'm gonna blast through these. Um, so I'm gonna do two. Um, I'm gonna not talk about one and talk about the other. Um, so at five and four for me, number five is Empire. Um, Empire Strikes Back is phenomenal. Um, one of those movies that I threw on all the time as a kid and has just not worsened with age. It's timeless. I, I think it's phenomenal. And I think that Irvin Kirshner is a god. Like, I think that he elevated the film to heights that, you know, A New Hope. Sorry, I, I said I wouldn't talk about it too much, but A New Hope is boring. Let's be real. That movie's boring. It's a great movie, but it's boring as hell. Okay, stiff. It's wooden. It's as stiff as the a lot of people say the prequels are. But Empire, Brother that movie is insane and the way that it plays with story structures the way that it opens with a climax level battle on Hoth is insane George would not have been allowed to do that if he didn't have the rights um, to the toy to the licensing for the toys um, to fund it and it's basically an indie movie it's, it's like one of the biggest indie movies of all time it's so amazing Fox just published it um, distribution rights I think um, but yeah, great, great, great stuff. And then, and then number four is Sonic 2. I think that movie is so good. And, and like, I know, look, <clears throat> I know, I just want to remind everyone this is not an objective level or, or list or whatever. I think, first of all, it's impossible to have something like that. Uh, I think you'd be psychotic to attempt it. Um, and, but Sonic, Sonic 2 for me as a lifelong sonic fan um probably my favorite single franchise out there honestly if i I was thinking about it maybe tied with a couple others but um it was perfect uh it was perfect and i liked the first movie okay i thought it was a lot better than than um it seemed like it would be but sonic 2 like Tails and Knuckles are amazing. I think Knuckles is perfect, perfectly characterized. Idris Elba does an amazing job. Uh, and even though I was skeptical at first with the casting, it was, he's perfect. He's yeah, amazing. I was so pleasantly surprised by him. Yeah, I, I and and how funny he was. I, I thought that like especially the humor, at the end, I was so fucking like I was legit. <laughs> yeah, laughing out loud. Yeah, seriously, I think that movie is like actually laugh out loud funny in a lot of places. Um, I love the I love the the oh they are stairs you know things like that like I think that Knuckles is so cute and innocent and 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 tough and you know what I mean I think it's a, I think it's great that it's animated amazingly Ben Schwartz is just proves that he's an amazing better Sonic than we have in the games currently and Colleen O'Shaughnessy the fact that they got the game video game Tales to play Tales in the movie perfect perfect i mean you can never fault them for that and jim carrey's eggman is a lot more fleshed out in this movie and is awesome i and jim carrey i remember going into sonic one thinking oh my god 
really, like Jim Carrey. It's just going to be Jim Carrey. And it is Jim Carrey playing Jim Carrey, but it, Eggman still feels like a character. Like, he feels like a character, and Jim Carrey's having so much fun with it. It's just so good. But yeah, Sonic 2. Good, good shit. Uh, yeah, you so see, you did two, which was Sonic and what? Empire Strikes Back. Right, 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 right. Uh, my next one is Whiplash. Uh, oh my god! Fucking love Whiplash. It's it's uh it stresses me out, but in a good way. And it's just it's fucking it's like a hundred minutes, so it's like it's like pretty short. And I. I think I, I think I'd say this film's a fucking masterpiece. I'd say it's fucking great. It's fucking incredible. Uh, J.K. Simmons, of course, just being J.K. Simmons. What, 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 what more could you want? Just him yelling at Miles Teller. It's fucking great. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have a ton to say about Whiplash. It's just a fucking incredible movie. Yeah, we'll, 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 come on, Whiplash is fucking great, dude. Um, I saw it in my. Um, my advanced editing class, and I was like, "Dude, shit's great." Um, my next one, um, is John Wick. Like, bro, you can't go wrong with John Wick. You really can't. That's just that. That's like peak right there. That's peak. John Wick, really? Yeah, because I have to agree. It's fucking great. <laughs> Uh, it wouldn't John make my Dick, top 10, but... John Dick, John Mid, John Gay. Midwick. Midwick woes? Midwick rolls off the tongue better. Yeah. John, Midwick John, does. John Wick is just, it's just incredible. Great, great action. I love the world building in there, too. Like, the just the entire, like, you know, movies, the world building is just, just really great. Agreed. Will, do you want to smack on another two, or you just wanted, wanted me to go again? Oh, dude, I, I don't want to hog any more time. Why don't you? I'll just smack on another two, because I do have to get going. Um, uh, Christopher Robin is at number three. Underrated. Um, so underrated, so slept on. Um, just just got to throw this out there, okay? Um, out of every live-action revival, continuation, reboot thing that Disney has done, all of those feel so like fake and phony and cynical and just for money. You know what I mean? John Favreau and Jungle Book and you know the people making those movies obviously care, but there's something so special about Christopher Robin. There's not an ounce of cynicism in my opinion. I can't find it. I fucking I searched for it. I put on my sleuthing glasses. I put on I I I, I whipped out the microscope. I you know what I mean? I got on all fours and sniffed it on the ground you know what i mean like i'm like i'm sniffing blood at a crime scene like a dog like none it is so good i i and, and so emotional and moving and you mcgregor is great i mean <clears throat> it's not like he's doing anything too amazing but I just think that it has so much heart and it's so slept on and um one of one of the things i loved about the movie is how obviously like obviously Christopher Robin's an adult now and when Pooh sees him he's not face just like oh hi Christopher hey, Christopher Robin <laughs> and whatever it's just so fucking just oh it's so infectious yeah. no seriously I mean I mean little moments like that are enough to like 
make me tear or tear up a little bit. It's like, it's such a, it's so nostalgic and bittersweet. You know what I mean? It's a, it's, it's a beautiful movie and a beautiful message. And I think one that, that, yeah, it's been done before in children's movies, but it's too. <laughs> They're just um, like, that's a Madeline. <laughs> just cause like, they just know like it's a something. Yeah, just little no, things like so that. Good. The characters the are, yeah, they're they're so they're written so true to who they are. Despite uh, obviously, I think the only original actor is, is Jim Cummings. Yeah, I mean, he's not even like original, original, like from yeah the old old cartoons. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's 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 amazing. I, I love it so much. Um, and then number two is Revenge of the Sith, number two movie of all time. Um, I. Was one. It was one of those movies. I was not allowed to watch it as a kid until I was like seven. I remember, or, or yeah, I think it was seven or eight. I remember discovering it on YouTube against my parents' will or knowledge in parts. And they uploaded it in parts, and I watched it for the first time. I thought it was mind blowing. That was so cool. And then finally, my parents got me the disc set or all the movies, the whole saga. You know, the little thin little DVD cases, like. Um, very nostalgic for me <clears throat> but the special features and that movie played every single day um i think for <clears throat> several years straight um and in this movie i think um along with a uh, few others is one of the single like it's it's such a clear source of inspiration for me um, creatively, and 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 also as an adult, coming back to it, you know, after 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 going through phases of, oh, maybe it's not so great because you know everyone was saying it's not so great. Coming back to to it and loving it, and then watching Clone Wars and loving it even more, and realizing that not only do we have probably the best movie score of all time in in here, um, but we have we have. In our in a blockbuster, in, a, in in one of the most culturally Im- impacting franchises in the world of all time, spanning generations, a story about a realistic rise to fascism from within a society, which is how it would go. A lot of times, it's like, oh, there's a di- foreign dictator invading, or oh, whatever. No, like, no, dude, that's propaganda. That's not real. This is like. This was made during the Bush administration. This this is a politically prescient story. And even though its execution is very soapy, which I don't have an issue with at all, I think it's a phenomenal story. I think that it is... It is... Also, Anakin and Obi-Wan fight scene. I don't... It's not too long. I would literally pay to see that for two hours straight. Are you kidding me? That fight scene is insane. I think it's I think it's so emotional and so good. I know people meme on it. I know people meme on Vader yelling no at the end of the movie. Mm. That shit makes me cry. That makes me cry. I'm sorry. I, I know that people meme on it. It's so crazy. And maybe I'm just maybe I'm just like a I don't know. But oh my god. Revenge of the Sith, man. One of the few soundtracks I listen to outside of a, a movie as well. Very good, very good. But yeah. Fair enough. I can't 
I'm glad that we all had the experience of just re- rewatching Revenge of the Sith on repeat as a kid. So good, so good, man. That's 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 that's. If you didn't have that, your childhood sucked. I'm forcing my kid to go through the same thing. This is the only movie you're watching. Oh, uh, sorry, son. The, the the TV doesn't really work. This is on. Nothing else is really on. Okay, I guess you'll have to watch this. Uh, but my next one is. Uh, Captain America Civil War. Oh god, mm. yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes. Literally just rewatched it last night. <laughs> it's just on top of it just being a great fucking movie. It's just I remember at the time thinking like because like the airport fight, everything about the movie. I was like this is peak. There's <laughs> it's all downhill from here just to get fucking Infinity War and Endgame fucking mm. um but yeah, I mean, I've talked about on the podcast before how this movie reignited my love for just the superhero genre and Marvel and, and Spider-Man even more specifically. I just, I'll, I'll never forget just the drive just to the theater to watch this movie. I'll never forget the first time I watched the second trailer for this fucking movie, uh, it's one of it's it's a movie that I can just quote all day long. Uh, it's a it's a it's a movie that that I'll, I'll never fucking forget just because of the time of its release, uh, just the memory surrounding it, and just it being a, just a great fucking movie. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. The hype the hype was insane. The best theater like that in Endgame. I, I'm still more nostalgic for the Civil War theater experience, honestly. Even even though we lost audio in the in the part where uh, where Tony learned that Bucky killed his parents, and we had they had to rewind it. <laughs> but yeah, good experience, man. For sure, there was one part in Civil War where I I, I it's not funny, but it's funny. Um, I, I died during this part. Um, when it cuts to Thunderbolt Ross and he's like three years ago I had a heart attack and like I just started fucking laughing dude I was just like like why like why did they cut to that it was just so funny started bawling out in the theater um uh, oh wait wait I wanted to say one more thing about Civil War I I like the scene one of the coolest scenes to me it still is or it was when it came out was when in the chase where Cap is chasing Black Panther, who's chasing Bucky, and they're running faster than the cars. Yes. And no one talks about that. It, it, but they're it's running like, They're faster. faster than the cars, but the, to the camera work, because it's like they go past Bucky, and it's like fast, and then they go past, uh, like, to challenge really fast. And then when they try to, like, go back to Cap, like, the camera can't keep up going back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I just fucking love it. I don't, I don't know. I think it's so good. I, I really... I really think it's so cool to see them like just so powerful. Like, like they're just they're superheroes, dude. <laughs> so, something about the way faster. the Russos direct uh, their the these movies, more specifically in the Winter Soldier and Civil War. Something yeah. about the way they make the impacts really hit, especially like with Cap and his fucking shield. Yeah, it really yeah. hits. And when he kicks people, yeah. he has a Spartan kick. And he does it twice. He, he takes it, he takes a guy by the feet and just swings him yep. into a wall. Yep. 
Like, come on. Yeah, no, that is that is that is some of the most. And also, in Winter Soldier, when he like jumps off of a like a fifteen foot ledge and lands silently, dude. Cap is so badass. He's so cool. They 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 make him like one of the most in those movies specifically. One of the most interesting like characters to have action for. I just love him. I love it so much. <clears throat> Sorry, Torrin. Go on. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, slut. Hey. Yeah, that shit's getting fucking bleeped. Please bleep that. Please don't make me out to be a bad person. I'm keeping it in. Yes. Um, I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna <laughs> skip like some of them on my list just because like. Payne's already said them, you know, those is, is like Intense Spider Verse and Spider Man 2. I'm gonna skip those. I didn't say Spider Man like, 2, I said the first Spider Man 1. Oh, sorry, I, I actually know you're right, it is Spider Man 1. You did say that. Well, never mind then. I guess one of those Spider Man 2, whatever. I'm fucking goaded. Um, I guess I'm gonna have my next one is um, Scream from 1996. Fucking yeah. classic, classic slasher. Can't go wrong with it. Um, Change the fucking slasher genre, revived horror. Um, it's fucking great. Matthew Lillard's in that movie. He is. He's William fucking, Afton. He's fucking, uh, fucking insane in that movie. Dude, I cannot wait for him to be in Finance of Freddy's. All right. Sorry. That's it. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, this is my last one, and then I'm going to cut early. Um, All right. We, we, we're kind of fuck busy, out but, of here. but um, this comes no fucking surprise. Um, Guardians two, come on now, come on now. Guardians, Guardians over, yeah, over the first one. Guardians Volume Two is my favorite movie of all time, and I think that yes, over the first one. I think that the first one was good, but like the second one, we're able to get into. It's all familial trauma. And it's all like first movie is okay, learning to share pain with one another, finding a family. And the second movie is about parents and how parents affect their children um, and their relationships with not only their siblings like Gamora and Nebula, but their relationships with other people that they're able to have, like Star Lord's relationship with Gamora because his ego is so big because he didn't have a dad um, except for Yondu, and Yondu wasn't super amazing but he had his moments like like the nuance to everything i think it's so it's no one i don't think it's i don't think it's stated enough or or appreciated enough um the like the message like with rocket like <laughs> the fact that like him and yondu are parallels like rocket crying at the funeral because he sees people showing love for Yondu, who's basically him, is fucked up. He's an awful person. He's a piece of shit to people around him. But he's loved enough to have a massive funeral like that. And people screaming, crying, you know, just celebrating him. And Rocket, like, finding, like, comfort in that. And you know what I mean? Like, that I mean, is making me, like, literally emotional right now. It's so good. I think that that movie is phenomenal it, and and i mean also everyone has a parenting moment with Groot. um you know what i mean and 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 and, and uh, i think we've talked about this before 
with a narrative function, there's a narrative function of the opening scene in Guardians 2 um, with Groot dancing, maybe Groot dancing. He has a parent, there's a little parenting moment with every one of the Guardians in that. Like, Rocket's like, oh, spit it out, spit it out. Um, you know, Gamora's like, like, oh, like, you know, get out of the way. You know, Peter, Peter is, you know, they're all like keeping an eye on him and like watching out for him. And, and it's like comical and stuff. Um, but like it sets, it subtly kind of hints at like what the whole movie's about. And, and, and like Peter having a father son moment with baby Groot at the end of the film. Um, after his journey, like, um, coming to terms with like, Oh, you know, I didn't have a dad. Oh wait, I did. Oh wait. The one that I discovered that who's, um, been out there and, and found me or whatever. It was cool. He's a piece of shit. Um, and the one that I thought was a piece of shit and didn't really recognize this whole time has been there for me um, more than I like knew or could have recognized. And I love him. I don't know. It's so good. And I'm sorry that I gushed. I gushed a lot there. But um, please rewatch it, audience. Like if you've seen it and like forgot or whatever. It's a movie that grew on me. I, I didn't. It wasn't an instant love for me. I, I came out of the theater thinking, "Yeah, it was really good. It's pretty good. Not as good as the first, but it's okay." But now, I watch it every time I watch it. I'm a wreck, but it's so rewatchable to me. And I cry at little moments, dude. I cry at small moments in this movie. It, it gets me so emotional. Yeah. But yeah, that's my list. W list, very diverse list. It is, which I uh, I respect. Thanks. Yeah, but, it's um, definitely a neurodivergent list, for, to be sure. Oh. To be sure. Definitely. Uh, there's no film bro stuff on this, which, you know, kind of sucks. Um, But, yeah. I can't also, believe you like fun. That's ridiculous. Yeah, no. We shouldn't be allowed. The movie should not be fun. They should all be, they should all be draining. Um, And it should just be a marriage story four times. That's what exactly. I actually love that movie. All right. I love you guys very much. And I will be listening to the podcast, uh, the, the past this part to get the rest of y'all's lists. All right. Well, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> this cracker's out of here. Bye, audience. Thank God he's gone. We can talk shit. Man, Man what a horrible list. Bro, um, bro, bro, we put Guardians 2 up there. Fucking ridiculous. That's crazy. Um, I'm actually gonna just gonna speed through some of these. Um, yeah, we only got like what three left. Yeah, Into the Spider Verse, fucking great, um, fucking goaded, amazing. Um, you know, damn, like fucking. I, I'm just gonna say it, it's it's fucking perfection. I cannot find one bad thing about that movie. I can't disagree. And I guess the only, I guess the only bad thing about it is that it's that um, it ends. So yeah, might be the best animated um, movie of all time, in my opinion. I, I know Will said yeah. Puss in Boots, but shit's ass compared to this <laughs> um like i said and then i'm gonna speed through the rest of mine spider-man 2 fucking great uh it's fucking amazing um one of the best movies of superhero genres uh can't go out with it either that's another movie i rewatch time for time and my first my number one is super bad fucking love super bad i definitely think it's like my top 10 
it's definitely in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. Saw that um, so many times when I was a kid. Um, stuck with me ever since. And I think it's also one of the best comedy movies of all time. It's Can't somehow really. it's somehow very dated, yet ahead of its time or something. Like I, I, I don't know. It's weird. No, so I it's get like a, that. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a weird thing with it. Um, but yeah. That's it for my list. Um, for me, it's Grand Budapest Hotel. Ooh, okay. okay. Uh, have you seen that? I never remember. No. You haven't? No. no. I mean, I don't know if it'd be top 10 for you, cause I, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big uh, Wes Anderson fan, and Grand Budapest Hotel somehow is like every Wes Anderson trope, but he manages to make it, I don't know. I, it's something about the aesthetic of it too, which is still very Wes Anderson, but like it's it's just a fucking hotel. The cast is obviously stacked like every Wes Anderson movie. But something about Grand Budapest Hotel compared to every other Wes Anderson movie feels more special to me. And I, I really can't put my finger on what it is, but also it just it feels like one of his most rewatchable movies in my opinion. Uh it's 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 very short. Uh it, I think it's I think it's only like an hour and a half. Maybe it's a little bit longer, but I mean, uh, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, it's it's an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, so it's 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 a pretty breezy movie. It's incredibly stylistic, as Wes Anderson is. I just don't have a ton to say about it. It's just really, really, really fucking good. Um, Next is fucking Logan. In my opinion, the best superhero movie of all time. So so good. Again, I don't have I don't have too much to say about it other than. It's been said time and time again, but it's not just a great superhero movie. It's just a fucking good movie. And it was snubbed at the Oscars. It deserved at least a Best Picture nomination. It's just, it, it's that good in my opinion. And I said it wasn't in any particular order, but number one, if I had to pick one, Back to the Future. I was, yes, you have, you have expressed your love for Back to the Future. It's so for good. sure. In my opinion, the best trilogy of all time. But the first one, I mean, the only thing holding the second one back is the whole like Biff fucking like Trump thing, uh, which I didn't actually I didn't I like the concept. I just think they were there for too long and it kind of dragged the movie down a little bit, but not by much because it's still fucking incredible. But yeah, the first one, again, I'm a sucker for time travel, fucking, you know, all the different universes and, and shit just oh it's so good and just going like going back in time and like and 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 like i don't don't know man time travel is just so good and it's so fun and michael j fox is just incredible and everything about every all the characters and 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 the colors and i i I can't even like everything about it is just fucking perfection to me (laughs) it's so good and the fact that it came out fucking 1985 uh insane um one last thing before we go there are movies like everything everywhere all at once and spider-man no way home that in a few years time could very well get on this list but yeah i'm not a really i'm not really a recency bias kind of guy not that not that like a i'd like accuse someone else of recency bias i just need to sit with these things uh for longer but i could definitely see like no way home like maybe like taken out like either Avengers 2012 or maybe even Endgame off this list. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, that's our top 10 movies of all time. 
I think we had some pretty solid lists. I didn't think I'd heard anyone mention a movie and was like, really, that one? <laughs> yeah. And, like, for me, it's just, like, like, the, like these lists, are like, just, like, things like this in general are just, like, very hard for me because, like, I typically enjoy, like, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And it's also just, like, you know... I mean, it's just, it's just kind of hard for me to make these type of lists because, like, there's so many great movies out there that are, like, so enjoyable. And it's like, hey, you know, I could put this in my top ten. But it's like, you know, hey, like, it, it, it's also just a thing where, like, it changes a lot. Yeah, know? like, there could have been a movie that, like, I didn't even think of. But, like, if I heard it, I'd be like, oh, fuck, that totally would yeah, be in my top ten. Yeah, exactly. Like, Like, when you were naming your list, like, you know, when you said, like, Grand Budapest Hotel. I like literally thought of like, why haven't I put any Edgar Wright movies on here? Because I love Edgar Wright. He's like one of my favorite directors. It's like, why didn't I put Scott Pilgrim or like, you know, Shaun of the Dead? But that's something I didn't really think about because, like exactly. I said, there's so many movies exactly. that we like, and we just didn't put it on here because you know, like, there's just so many to choose from. So yeah, and these lists are obviously like so subjective. Uh, yeah. And in my opinion, I think that's what makes something like this work. Because, like, we could have done, like, an objective list. But, like, not only is just, that just kind of annoying. <laughs> and and objective objectivity isn't really a, a thing. Uh, also, it's pretty... The, the, like, the, like, top, like, 50 movies of all time. It's pretty standard shit. <laughs> and you'd see just, like, a lot of repeats. Like, oh, The Grandfather and fucking, I don't know, what, whatever the fuck. Uh, but hearing it hearing everyone's top tens it's just like and hearing everyone's reasoning behind it like i didn't think fast and furious would be on your list yeah uh but yeah but i completely understand why it would be on your list like i get it even though i don't i haven't seen it but (laughs) but like i wouldn't even think of like fast and furious to be on a top 10 but um yeah kind of sucks there was not a single dc movie on my list think about that oh yeah that's right there wasn't there there wasn't on mine either yikes crazy. <laughs> but but yeah is that the show that is the show all right well thank you everyone for listening to adventures podcast if you want to follow us on twitter we're at a-v-e-n-g-e nerds all one word if you want to follow either one of us you can reach me at it's nth underscore where can they reach you nowhere follow our social medias all right we also have a discord if you'd like to join the conversation there those will be linked in the show notes you can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in you can also review the show in app on apple Podcasts. if you leave five stars in a review it would really help us out you can also give us five stars on any fucking other platform that supports that uh but yeah uh thanks again for listening to the adventures podcast we'll see you next week later